Hi, folks. This is Jesse. And this is Shelby. And you're listening to Spew, where we're sick of puppies eating waffles. So we got a special guest today that's going to be um, chiming in a little bit later, that's Mr. Right. Cody Wheeler. Yeah. Uh, some of our local listeners might know him. I don't actually know him that well, so I don't know if he's really all that popular. He's not, I'm assuming. He's not worth knowing, so it's fine. But he will be on <laughs> later in the show. Uh, and you guys might know him from our rival Southwest Florida podcast known as Don't Watch This Podcast. Uh, so we're going to be interviewing him later, learning a few things about Cody's inner workings of his mind. Do you actually listen to their podcast i try not to but sometimes it just like happens yeah so yeah just, it just accidentally like, I, stumble I, upon it, it accidentally comes on and i'm like oh crap i have to listen to this again so it's, i don't i can't turn it off <laughs> i know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no i actually do listen to it on occasion it's a little longer than our podcast yeah and i have an entire life full of things to do yeah besides sit around for an hour and a half and listen to cody and his friends talk Cody, you need to be quiet for 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much to say and defend. You sit there quietly for 15 okay. minutes and you listen to us make fun of you and then you can have your say. Restrain yourself. Fair enough. Man. <laughs> Hold on to your dick, people. <laughs> All right. So before we get into the show, I have something I need to get off my chest. Something okay. I'm really upset about. Mm-hmm. I started rewatching the OA. Okay. And every single freaking person that I've mentioned this to, their first response has been, what's the OA? I find that so difficult to believe considering nobody would shut the fuck up about it. Okay, well, for I'm like not a lying while. about it. Okay, I'm I telling feel like, you. <laughs> oh, this got really defensive. I, know. I, know. I was agreeing with you. Like, get off my back. <laughs> okay. No, but like, I don't know, maybe it's like three or four people, but those okay. people. I, <laughs> you don't know many people. I don't know that many, but every single one's been like, what's the OA? I'm they like, haven't even heard of it? No, haven't oh, even wow. heard of it. And all right, so you know what? PSA. Public mm-hmm. service announcement right mm-hmm. now. Doot. If you are sitting at home listening to our podcast, uh, finish this podcast. <laughs> I was going to say. And then go immediately to Netflix. And if you don't have an account, buy an account. And I think there's a free trial. It's probably a free trial. I'm sure someone can gift you one. You can steal Shelby's account probably. That's true. We'll give her password in the post show. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to. <laughs> um, but you need to watch the OA. Yeah, okay? I agree. I I don't care who you are. I don't care where you come from in life. You're going to like this show. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, that's okay. You're garbage. But the show is really good. The OA was supposed to be like the second coming of, of Stranger Things. Yeah. And a lot of people address it as such. And I got the same feeling like deep in my like little nerd heart mm-hmm. um, watching the OA that I did for Stranger Things. My favorite thing ever. Yeah. Um, but then people did stop talking about it really fast. You know, I think it's because it was different than the Stranger Things and that it was not... Um, it's it's more philosophical, I guess. Sure. There's and a lot of different... You can have like a real conversation about yeah. the OA. Yeah. If you want to pretend to be smart, yeah. you can have a big conversation about are the Are they OA. making a second season? <laughs> yes, they are. Oh, cool. Yes, they are. So yeah. we're going to be on the lookout for that. So that's just something I had to get off my chest. Awesome. Now we can get into the rest of the show. Of course. So jumping right into my favorite piece of news for the week is apparently Watchmen is going to be coming to HBO. They're getting their own TV show. That's exciting. Um, and it's going to be done by... What's his name? Damon Lindolf. Lindolf? Lindelof. Lindelof. Here we, here we go mispronouncing names. That's what we do. That's, That's what our tagline. Damon, who is 
Who Brought Us Lost, one of yeah. my favorite shows of all time, mm-hmm. and Who Brought Us The Leftovers, which I really liked the book. I didn't get to watch the show. I might pick it up one of these days. I think days. we talked about The Leftovers not long ago, yeah. just saying that exact same thing. Yeah. I didn't, um, I watched Lost like half of it. I didn't finish it, so I guess I can't really call myself a fan, but I do like his his style, so I think that'll be great. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot, like in Watchmen, there's not, there's not a whole lot of like canon content, so it'll be kind of cool because you can really like get creative with it. It'll I did like read new. one, I read one source or a couple sources that said mm-hmm. it will have nothing to do with the movie that came out a few years ago. Oh, I'm sure. And one source that said it won't have much to do with the comics. Like it's going to be completely original storylines and well, like Watchmen. Watchmen starts off as a comic that um, you know that starts after the major event like that's what makes it such a unique comic mm-hmm. so they can talk for a couple seasons about the Minutemen who were spoken about in retrospect cool. in the comic and the movie which will be awesome I'm really stoked about it yeah and what else we got going on well we have uh this amazing new show that just started last week on sci-fi channel called blood drive yeah if you haven't watched the trailer for this yet please finish this podcast Go watch the, the, OA OA, the whole thing, all 14 hours, <laughs> all 14 hours, and then go watch the trailer for blood drive. Cause it looks amazing. It's a grindhouse inspired TV show and it looks like it's pretty, pretty well inspired. It looks pretty gory it is and super ridiculous over the top. I thought it was a movie until I watched it the very yeah, end. And I'm then so excited read where that you it's said a show. it's That's, a TV show. Yeah. yeah. And that it, is so smart. The concept of it is basically in a dystopian future, but I think the trailer said it was 1999. It said far, <laughs> far off in the future in 1999. Yeah, I, 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 so so I laughed in the first. Um, there are, uh, you know, it's a lawless land. Yeah. Everything's out of control. The police can't even handle criminals anymore except yeah. for the really heinous stuff. Mm-hmm. And cars no longer run on gasoline. They run on blood. Human blood. Human blood. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. That's my blood noise. Blah, blah, blah. So in the trailer, you can see this girl like feeding a human to her car. A boy. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, killing boys. What I thought was really cool about drive. it, because at first I'm like, oh, God, because like I'm almost over this new this new trend of making Grindhouse movies, because Grindhouse, it's like it was supposed to be really niche now. Now it's a big thing, but I do want to watch it. And mm-hmm. what cracks me up? Cause at first I'm like, man, it's just like another sexy chick in cutoff shorts. And like, as I was starting to think that they're like a sexy chick, you know, and <laughs> a Ken dog, you know, yeah. top. so it seems like they're already aware of where it will be problematic, yes. which I think is cool. I'm I can excited. enjoy it. I can't wait. So that's already started this past week. So it'll be on sci-fi. If yeah. It's got sci-fi. I can't wait to see it. Um, another thing that's been going around on the interwebs, uh, mm-hmm. and I've seen it like today. I saw it yesterday yeah. is, uh, questions about the Hollywood pay gap regarding Gal Gadot and Henry Cavill. So there was an article in Forbes about saying that Gal Gadot only made $300,000 for Wonder Woman Uh compared to Henry Cavill, who made, according to Forbes, $14 million for Superman, even though they were both relatively unknown when they took on their first superhero roles. Right. So I did a little digging and I found a few other sources that are calling into question the accuracy of this Forbes.com statistic. Uh, It seems like the only source that says that Henry Cavill made $14 million is a website called therichest.com, yeah. which literally just tracks how rich celebrities are. Mm-hmm. And according to therichest.com, he made $14 million for one movie, but he's also only worth $8 million overall. So right. That doesn't, that doesn't make, sense. make sense. So one of those numbers is wrong. I almost wouldn't, <laughs> I almost wouldn't question um, how much he made, because I'm sure he made a shitload. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like if she only made, you said 300000 Right. So that's like a, that's like a house in, in like in a three-bedroom, two-bath house. Right. in Southwest Florida. That right. doesn't make sense So to me. there may still be a pay gap argument to be had here, but I don't according, to, according to a source that was close to the making of Superman, yeah. a named anonymous source, that person says that he made a six-figure salary
salary comparable to Gal Gadot's. So uh-huh. she apparently did make $300,000. She is an unknown actress. Eh, but it's also possible that that number is from her first appearance as Wonder Woman, which right. was a really small role. So we're not really sure how much she actually made for this Wonder we Woman We had movie. also talked earlier on in the pot, like a, a, a later, an earlier episode about how the, um, out of all the movies that they have ever done, that's the one they put the least amount into. So it makes sense. Right. Yeah. So it is interesting. So, you know, don't believe everything you read on the Internet. Look it up, folks. Right. Moving um, on. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> it is June, which is Pride Month. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. This is so exciting. We're a couple of kind of gay ladies. I'm, a little, I'm a little gayer than you, but that's I don't, right. I don't I'm, know. I'm pretty, you don't know much about my mm, gay history. Mm. I have probably <laughs> done gayer things than you have. Probably. You're pretty gay. I'm pretty gay. <laughs> so happy Pride. Uh, yes, absolutely. Call your county, our listeners. Call your County just had their first Pride event this weekend. And yeah. this past Saturday, mm-hmm. that apparently was a big deal. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the history of Pride for folks who might not know about it. This was actually something that obviously I didn't grow up knowing. Mm-hmm. I knew that gay Pride events existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wasn't until I got older that I realized the history of uh, Gay Pride Month. Uh, so basically, to give you a history history lesson uh june nothing's nerdier nothing's nerdier than history (laughs) lessons june 28th 1969 in greenwich village in manhattan there was an inn called stonewall inn that Mm -hmm. was frequented by lgbt people back whenever it wasn't cool for things to be frequented by lgbt people Mm -hmm. uh the inn got raided frequently by police um generally they were under they're under the pretense of looking for illegal firearms, illegal bootleggers, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But really, they were just there to harass LGBT people. And a lot of which were of color. Exactly. So it was really just cops looking for a reason to be the morality police and clean up the neighborhood, uh, in quotes. So the the inn got raided a lot, and usually the patrons of the inn would get some sort of tip-off. Right. But on June 28th, 1969, they did not get a tip-off. The police showed up. They started arresting, molesting and hurting Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. Um, There were reports of them, you know, inappropriately touching the lesbians that were there that night. Surprise, um, surprise. Being super rough. Awful, awful stuff. So as they're parading the people out of the inn, a crowd starts to gather from all the residents of the Greenwich Village neighborhood. And before long, the police are outnumbered by like 600 people. And Mm -hmm. the, the, the people who were watching saw that the police were being rough and they started responding in kind with yelling things like get pride, get out of our neighborhood, things like that. And violence broke out. Mm-hmm. And the riots lasted for six days, which is amazing. That part I didn't know. Six days. Yeah. I didn't know that either until yeah. I started reading about it, preparing for this episode. I thought it was just a couple of days. Right. Six days. Uh, at one point, they trapped the police in the Stonewall Inn and would not let them out. Right. And they were like throwing flaming piles of garbage in there, which is <laughs> fabulous. Um, so all this happened because of a response to oppression. You know what's really interesting, though? When I was reading, um, you know, like reading up on this when you when you uh, said we were going to talk about it is that I know a lot of like conservative type people mm-hmm. who are think that they're not as bad because they like gay people and they support gay rights and whatnot mm-hmm. but they're the same people that are super anti-riot and yeah. super anti-police um not brutality because that's when they're being bad, but like brutality on police or yeah. whatever. Or holding um, police so accountable. I wonder if they really, right, that would be one <laughs> it is. I don't want to use the word brutality, but that's, I wonder if they know that history of like, you know, Pride Month when they're going to their little pride, mm-hmm. you know, festivals in Key West. I wonder if they know yeah. that it all started with the fucking riot. Probably not. I'm assuming Probably not. Probably <laughs> not. Um, and it's, it's very, uh, it's very unlikely that they know because generally this story hasn't been told. Uh, there was a movie made about it a couple years back. It was completely 
whitewashed mm-hmm. and and horrible. It was shit. Yeah, was for that reason, I wouldn't even see it. So you know, the the story hasn't been told publicly mm-hmm. as far as like there's not like a big documentary that everyone's seen and everyone talks about at work. And right. There wasn't a big motion picture right. or anything. So it's it's important for people to keep this history alive. I've had gay people tell me, you know, conservative gay people tell me like I don't understand why we need pride parades, but it's yeah. obviously they don't know the history. Well, even some of the even some of the gay folks that go out to the actual pride parades, they might not even realize how deep it is in in poverty mm-hmm. as because that was not exactly a wealthy area to live in at right. that time. Yeah. You know, and it was mostly um, spearheaded by trans women of color, yeah. which is a huge deal. You know, so even within the, the LGBTQ community, there's people who might not know their own history. Exactly. Um, which is a shame. You know, yeah. if you if you align anywhere on that on that that you know acronym you should probably know your own history absolutely so Mm -hmm. because of the sacrifices of the rioters back in the 1969 and because of aids and hiv activists Mm -hmm. who fought for the rights of patients Mm -hmm. uh we all can sit here today and debate things like whether or not the babadook (laughs) is a gay icon yeah and and what color should be on the gay pride flag right which is great honestly i'm so glad that there are enough people who are still alive sure who are able to to debate about this because there was an epidemic that almost wiped out people. Mm-hmm. So it's great. Um, let's talk about the Babadook real quick. The Babadook. Did you ever <laughs> see the movie? Yes. Okay. So at first when I saw the little, um, I, I saw it too. I was like kind of, I have mixed feelings about it. I Visually it was it. gorgeous, I but it, it. it wasn't spooky to me. So I didn't oh. really like it. Um, but, the, and that kid was obviously obnoxious. He was supposed to be right. Yeah. You're supposed to want him to right. die. <laughs> but I couldn't figure out the whole Babadook is gay thing. So okay. my sister explained it to me that it accidentally got um, labeled under LGBTQ yes. movies, right? <laughs> On, On Netflix. Netflix. So so the gay people were just like, he's ours now. Like yeah. we, we own him now. Yeah. <laughs> They've embraced him with open arms. He's made many appearances at gay pride yeah. uh, parades and events over the past mm-hmm. month. And it's been delightful. That's so awesome. Congratulations to you, Baba Duke. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. <laughs> now, real quick, let's talk a little bit about the gay pride flag controversy. Yeah. So this is basically... Um, an LGBT group in Philadelphia mm-hmm. designed uh, or redesigned the LGBT pride flag, which is the rainbow mm-hmm. flag, by adding a black and a brown stripe to, right. the, to part of the flag. And the point of it was to highlight how uh, LGBT people of color are particularly underrepresented sure. in movements, in politics, in mm-hmm. being recognized for their contributions. It was it was political in nature as sort of like a social commentary. Right. And... All kinds of people got really upset about it. Yeah, they did. A lot of gay people got (laughs) super upset about it. Mostly gay white guys. Right. From my uh, estimation. No, there have been others who, you know, people of color who have said, I don't need this. I actually saw like a video of a black girl who was like, I don't need this because... It's a. It's not about race. It's about it's already inclusive. LGBT, blah, blah, blah. But the the point isn't to say that it's about race. The mm-hmm. point is to say we're ignoring race in yeah. a lot of discussions about LGBT issues. Right. The point wasn't to redesign the flag and replace all the rainbow mm-hmm. flags ever. No one can buy a regular rainbow flag anymore. Right. It was to say let's talk about this and it's working. Right. People First of all, the, the flag it. has been redesigned um, and revised like six times so many to times. include various different things. And now we all um, have our own niche flags. Like I have a sure. bi pride flag and there's a trans pride right. flag. So it's, there's, there's plenty of room for all the flags out there. Right. Um, you know, <laughs> there's a fucking Babadook flag now yes. for real. We're going to fight about a fucking black and brown stripe. Right. I mean, and a big part of it is also just to understand without going super far into it that there is a community within the community mm-hmm. that is strictly people of color yeah. and they have it 
like 10 times harder in a lot of ways because you're adding all the other elements that can affect people of color, whether it be economic or it be social. You know, I know that gay black folk are a little bit less likely to come out early to maybe their family members Mm -hmm. because it's still stigmatized. Mm -hmm. You know, there's issues and it doesn't take long to just do your goddamn research and like learn why these people have these complaints as opposed to just, I don't think it looks pretty. Which I've seen people, I've seen people say (laughs) it's not aesthetically pleasing. So I'm like, uh, it's a fucking rainbow. Like a rainbow is aesthetically pleasing on their own. I don't think so. (laughs) Maybe that's just because I'm true goth. All right. So, um, (laughs) we want to run over now to Cody Wheeler. Cody. Who was our guest here on Spew Today. I've wanted to chime in so bad on this. I I know. I could tell you were wiggling around. Can you guys hear me? Because I can't hear me on the cans. Um, I think we can hear you. I can hear you. Oh. Okay, there, there we go. go. I demand to hear myself. <laughs> yeah, it's good. So, okay. Cody, welcome, welcome to the show. Part of what we get out of um, inviting guests on the show is this joy of making them sit there and just listen to us uh-huh. and squirm because they want to uh, chime in. You know, we, it's, uh, it's also really tactful that Jesse sits so high up. She yes. just wants everyone to feel really uncomfortable. That's well, right. okay. So my thing is, I thought they added a new stripe to the gay pride flag every time like a new state was welcomed. Into the <laughs> union. Like I didn't know you could just do that. It's amazing what you can do these days with Photoshop because oh, anything you want, really. Yeah. When Betsy Frost, when Betsy Frost, when Betsy, yeah, you know what I meant. You know what? When yeah. she sewed that gay pride flag. You yeah, know. that's right. Mm-hmm. You, back ru- in. you ruined that joke. Good job. <laughs> I'm a mess. Cody, give us. Uh, our, so you are one third of the Don't Watch This Podcast mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to get everybody here today, but we didn't have enough microphones, so we picked our favorite. <laughs> Is that what happened? Oh, yeah. Is hey, that what we did? No, that's not what we did. I think no. I was just available. <laughs> You yeah, know, but yeah. you're also a patron, so I feel like we have to. You know, right. you're and, like, you know, yeah. And if Kyle was here, I don't think he would let you guys talk for this first 15 minutes. I think it, yeah. Well, well, okay. To clarify, Cody is one of our Patreon patrons, but that's not what we're interviewing him. We decided to interview him before he paid us five dollars. We right. talked about this. A you can't buy months. your way. Yeah. On you the can't. Spew. We are. We are not for sale. Or can you? Or, or can are we? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So give us 30 second elevator pitch. What is? Don't watch this podcast. Oh, man. Um, My buddy Kyle and my buddy Josh and I... um we're just big old fans of podcasts and we think that our voices need to be heard even though we have no agenda and we have <laughs> nothing to say. I don't know, man. It's it's Kyle's baby. Okay. You know, if you don't like it, it's all his fault. We blame Kyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. We we usually do have something to talk about and we just hash. It's not nearly as organized as, as you guys. and We don't have now, a cause. Now, like, Cody, don't compare yourself to us because we are incomparable really mm-hmm. it's true we mm-hmm. are so far above and beyond we're every doing other something podcast. totally different than we're, the other podcasts. we're trailblazers yeah okay yeah mm-hmm. it's just basically <laughs> let's, yeah it's like a, a group of assembled gen xers and maybe i'm it's the millennial and I, I listen to it every week actually uh really? since she yeah since she told me that we were talking about having doing like a cross cast and you get past all the audio problems that's okay yeah i do you know what i don't think we could ever get away with that i don't know if it's like a girls versus guys thing we couldn't get away with that but you guys guys make it funny and like mm. there's points in it where I'm like what the hell are they talking about now but then you guys all have a one good zinger or something every now and then and Sweet like and, and it makes brings me back it's good I like it <laughs> good job yeah mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks guys <laughs> so we are a nerd podcast uh, what are your top three nerdiest interests 
Oh, is that the that the first question? That's the that's second. That's the question. second. You've you've <gasps> answered two. You're now. already like did two I blow that first through? one? No, you did great. You did a great job. <laughs> Keep rolling. A plus. No. Um. What am I into? Like I waste a whole lot of time. Yeah. Man, I'm good at that. I guess recently I've been all about my like Nintendo DS. Oh really? Cool. Yeah. I'm on that train too. I like my my Nintendo still. I got I got a Pokemon. I'm running a Pokemon mm. puppy mill out of that bitch. <laughs> Which one? Which Pokemon? Uh, the the newest one, Sun version. I have that too. Yeah, and each one. Of them gets a unique name oh Does that? Wow. yeah and it's like like um uh, there's like there's like a boxing crab yeah and i named him like aloha ali oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool i don't like to change my the pokemon names because I, I don't know a lot really? of the new oh. i want to i want to learn their names so i do you I don't, yeah i don't know that's how i am too yeah. i don't know the new ones so i, I want to know their names yeah um i named uh, uh my little baby snorlax tubbles Tubbles. Aww. 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 I didn't even know there was a baby Snorlax. Yeah, it's Munchlax. He's awesome. <laughs> so what else are you nerdy about? <sighs> Don't act like you didn't get these questions in advance. I Damn. know, I know. I had all day to think I had all day to think about this. Um I'm I'm into robots, not like Transformers. Those are dumb robots. Okay. I like oh you know what anime. I'm like an I'm like an anime uh, guy. Oh, you just put that out there. Ooh, yeah, like anime. anime. But like real boy stuff. You like, know? What? like real What's boy, boy stuff. <laughs> like I'm really into like yeah the Mobile Suit Gundam. That's about war and it's about <laughs> sacrifice. And it's about loss. It's about honor. Did yeah. you like um, Did it's you about, like Attack on Titan? I love the I'm fuck out of that show. That. It's really good. <sighs> it's really good. So not only do you kind of identify a little bit of as a nerd, right? Because I think everyone does a little bit. Do, um, I, you, I, I don't you, scream it from a mountaintop. That's like, okay. I mean, on. it's obvious. Yeah. Thanks. You don't have to announce oh, it. What about um, you consider yourself a comedian? That was so condescending. You were just like one little motion know. away, like you almost like lowered your glasses, like so you're a comedian, I guess. I'm more jealous than anything else. Did, did, you did I say like, that shitty? You sound like a parent that was disappointed. So, so. you, uh, you, you want to go? So you still doing the comedy thing? You want to go to comedy? Still, uh, <laughs> so you got your little hobby going on there? Well, I don't know. Do people say like I'm a comedian? It's essentially. That? Yeah, I don't know no, any you know comedians. What? I would never introduce. I would never like say like, hey, I'm Cody. I'm a comedian. I think it's what I was getting at. Yeah, right. but I yeah I do it. Um, uh-huh. I've been yeah I've been I've been doing local stuff for like a year. Oh, well, that's awesome. Okay, I heard a rumor that you performed a stand-up comedy routine as a Gotham City policeman. Or did you hear a rumor? Someone fucked snitch on me. I heard fucking rumor. <laughs> Everyone's talking about it. Yeah, that was the most. By everyone, I mean Lee. Lee told us that was yeah. the most recent show I got paid for. Oh, Lee, my buddy Lee, <laughs> on the ones and twos, working the board. Lee doesn't get to talk until post show. Yeah, don't talk to him. Don't even acknowledge don't him. even acknowledge him no answer the question a, I exist. <laughs> he's a person answer the question yeah um yeah it was like a couple months back right yeah. lee yeah um so yeah i got invited to like do a little stand-up comedy mm-hmm. bit for uh i guess they were doing a variety show at downtown cape coral okay and, and how did you decide to be a gotham city police person? well they just asked me to do a stand-up set and i'm like oh no i can i can fucking make this like work on theme you know <laughs> so uh yeah you know i like i have fun doing a brooklyn accent or whatever the hell you call this i don't know is it a boston who, who the fuck knows what's well, a gotham accent sound like though as it's gotham is basically brooklyn right? yeah i think or it's manhattan. more boston no i think it's like manhattan i think the crime rate is a little more bostony maybe i wish i remembered what my uh, fake detective name was you uh, 
Wasn't it like Phil Pulaski? Yeah, it was like, yeah, they, <laughs> Fred Pulaski. So were all doing? your jokes Batman themed? Um, I worked some of my regular stand-up things, but I did like, I had the, you know, like Batman's rogue gallery, his list yeah. of villains. I kind of like made one or two cracks for like those, like, uh, it's like, oh, Harley Quinn, what's all she about? It's like, uh, okay, I think her backstory is she went on mushrooms, walked through a hot topic, walked out Joker's girlfriend or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Stuff like that. What I, I asked people your... like what their favorite villains were and like, I had something for that. Yeah. Oh, nice. that's cool. So you can do like some some immediate improv type stuff? Well, pre-written. I had like, I went down the list and I kind of yeah. wrote like a one-liner. Right yeah. on. Um, what are some of your favorite comedians? Oh, man. Most, mo- most influenced by? I don't know, man. I knew like when I was a little kid, like um, you remember the Comedy Central Presents? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they'd always have like a new comedian on everyone. Like I just like found it fascinating, like seeing a new person every time. And so influence. <laughs> I like nowadays I'm really into uh, dudes that people would not consider to be woke or PC at all. I'm like, you know, Kurt Metzger. Have you ever heard that name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he's he's a way sweeter guy than people yeah. give him credit for. And uh, like I got started like listening to podcasts, actually, like listening to Joe Rogan and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's probably the most obvious statement anyone's ever said. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what that that Joe Rogan's like the intro to podcast. For yeah. A lot of people. Yeah. Pretty I much. still yeah. haven't heard his podcast. He gets a lot of them. people into podcasting. But he's in pretty he's pretty raunchy, though. Right. On that show. Actually, it's weird because it's like taking the Joe Rogan experience. It started out like, you know, just, mm-hmm. yeah, him and all his comedy friends on. But as it went on, like. All, all these like perfect like college professors and uh theoretical physicists like the joe rogan podcast is like really more of like a college like university right. podcast at this point hmm. i guess he you know still does cunt comedians and mma fighters but well since this is a uh, feminist podcast mm. we want to hear you talk about ladies oh is that right um, could you tell us maybe i don't um, know do you guys notice how spread my legs are sitting in this seat here spreading like crazy I, that's intentional yeah Worse. it's not just because i have a mic stand between my legs mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about um maybe a female-led fandom or just a female character that inspires you you admire that you're a big i fan am of. only like attracted to like funny girls cool yeah, like I could name off um, a bunch of females that give me boners because they make me laugh. Well, that's not the question. Laugh boners? Is, is was that the question? Was no. that the question? No. Cody, no one cares about your boners. Listen, I'm all about that Chelsea Peretti. I'm all about that Chelsea Handler. I legit like Chelsea Handler. Chelsea's in general. Like you really Sarah like Silverman. Chelsea's. She is not aged. That's why she's been my crush since I was like 15 years old because that girl like has an immortal amulet somewhere that she's hiding. So you have like genuine respect for female comedians? As far as for their... Or just fuckability respect. No, it's more like a drooling kind of thing. Like, No. (laughs) And and you know what? Yeah. Dude, I I am no enemy of the female... persuasion <laughs> What's the did you did you watch um what was her name amanda no maybe not amanda something um amanda the, the bynes i'm no. a huge amanda bynes fan <laughs> all pregnant, that tell me man. the pregnant chick who did baby cobra Juno? on netflix oh, oh ali wong yeah yes. did you watch that that yeah. was hilarious that was funny it was a funny fucking stand and it's, up it's, it's weird because like before that she was like a total physical comedian like she's almost doing like splits on stages oh really <laughs> yeah and like so it's kind of interesting seeing her physical dynamic with she her was big very old like baby body, body orientated in it yeah. anyways yeah that's hmm. amazing. So what, this is a big deal, because I don't know if you know what SPEW stands for or what we got it from, but it's technically a Harry Potter reference. Did you ever read Harry, Harry Potter? Oh, um, I made it. I made it halfway into Harry Potter. Okay. What house are you? That's the next question. <sighs> okay. So um, actually, I don't know if this would be good for the listeners. Give me a quick rundown on like, I guess the over, like the overview of the... Okay. So... Jesse, you do this. Yeah. Okay. For First of all, SPEW stands for the Society for the Protection of Elfish Wo- Welfare, which is where we got our okay. name. 
Uh, that is a uh, it's it's a society that was created I would to donate help to that charity, wells, yes, uh, yeah. help elves um, and so, wolves and wolves. <laughs> uh, the Harry Potter houses are Gryffindor, which are people who are loyal. They're brave. They always do the right thing for their friends. Uh, but sometimes they, they can be they're a little bit bullies, bull- bullies mm-hmm. and they're a little full of themselves. Oh, really? Hot headed. Yeah. Who's I an example of that? I, in I the can't main think series? of anybody like that uh, uh, in my personal life. Right. No. <laughs> By the way, I'm not going to be dropping names and references just so. Harry you know Potter right is now. in Gryffindor. And, and, well, I will say one thing. My, my personal opinion Dobby is a is a goblin. He's not an elf. He's okay. a goblin. No, if we're talking about this he's traditionally, he's, he's basically fits no, the description of a goblin. No, because if you read it, you would know that the, the goblins are goblins. Yeah, okay, okay. So, we'll can, okay, okay. So, Gryffindor, <laughs> I got that one. Slytherins are power hungry, they're ambitious. They are more driven by and success, and they'll than step on else. anyone to get what they want. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Any positive anyone. redeeming values at all to the house well, Slytherin? I think yes, there is. The fact is that they're in, they're ambitious yeah. and they will literally do anything. Like, do all the dickheads in Hogwarts just get? Yeah, every, in all Slytherin? the assholes like, go to Slytherin. Pretty basically, much. is how the books are written, <laughs> yeah. and then fans later were like, "Let's make this a little more." It sounds expanded. like a real segregated sort of school envi- learning environment. It's right? really, it's it is little, very. It is very actually. Never thought of it that way. Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw are very very smart. Mm-hmm. Um, very book smart specifically. They yeah. like to study and um, Hermione technically should have been Ravenclaw, but her heart was too big. So she went into Gryffindor. I don't know what the draw, I don't know what the draw back for them was. Maybe that they were socially they, odd. They value education more than experiences, more than adventure. Right. Okay. So, so they're a little wimpy, drawback. basically. And then Hufflepuff is the wimpiest, <laughs> the wimpiest house. They're just like the nice kids. They're just nice and weird. They're just kind of like, oh, we're here. Everyone what? that doesn't fit in yeah. the other houses goes to Hufflepuff pretty much. Yeah. I feel so, like I feel like we're missing some calls. Which one? Is, I hear. I feel like it should be more in depth because just by what you've said, of course I'm a fucking huff and puff. Yeah, huff you're and puff. a puff. <laughs> but but there has to be like modifiers to these things. Yeah, like there has to be cusps. Absolutely. You know, like I, I can agree with about, that. I used yeah. to like try to imagine what a an American Hogwarts would be like. There is and, an American Hogwarts. Yeah, but they don't go into it. That was oh. what I'm saying. Well, they probably so get you into like predatory student loans. <laughs> uh, it's a for profit wizarding school, yeah. right? But I figured that they would have significantly more you know what I mean like more houses I would hope because he is right there's 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 not not all personalities are covered no that's true um final question Mm -hmm. and then we're gonna have to cut off the show because we've almost run out of time Cody tell us your hot takes on feminism all right. <laughs> the what? What did we ask? Hot takes. What's a hot take? Feminist hot takes. Not hot cake. Just sit over there and be quiet. All right. Go, listen. Okay. okay, dear, first of all, honey, <laughs> I'll, I'll break it down to you. Let me just explain to you how uh-huh. this is going to work. Yeah, if okay? you could just mansplain it real good, I'd appreciate it. Uh, you, I mean, what are my takes on feminism? Mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I'm glad that, you know, I'm glad that somebody... <sighs> This is are way you too scared? general. You, <laughs> sweating profusely. No, I'm. I'm Why I'm, are you holding your penis? You just like have your hands. I'm, I'm pinching. On. I'm pinching it. I'm just like, mommy, no, no. It's, it's cool. I'm glad that people get off their ass and like you know try to fight for for rights. Like, I'm. I'm. I, I think like I. I don't have any political opinions. I. I'm kind of an anarchist. Like because I just think that like people should just live in their tribes and shit. But I'm I'm glad that if we're gonna have like a, uh, you know, fucking what what do you call what would you call our political our government the democracy? Yeah, 
<laughs> it's okay, know. Cody. She does this to me every episode. I don't know if you actually I sound like, like a stuttering moron. I always do too. <laughs> you know what? If, if we're going to have to like live by rules that a bunch of gray haired mm-hmm. motherfuckers make up for us, I'm, I'm glad that people are getting out there and I hear what you're saying. kind of trying to represent, you sure, know, sure. and feminism is one of many groups that do that for themselves. And okay. so fem- feminism, yeah, it's no lesser or. I don't know. It's probably better than a lot of causes. <laughs> I, I would agree say. with that. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. better than the white power cause. I'd give you guys that. Hey, thank you. Yeah. At, least we are, at least we're there on we're your scale. We're one notch over the nationalists. <laughs> but no, I, I'm, it, it, I'm, I'm glad that feminism exists. Good. Right. We're glad Aww. that you exist, Cody Wheeler. Thank you. We embrace you. And your huff and Now ask me some more political stuff because like... You're on a roll now. (laughs) You're doing so good. (laughs) I drank away my best political thinking years. Like, you know. Well, that's actually really all we have time for. Uh, We are over our time and we want to thank you though for coming on our podcast. And Cody's going to be joining us in our post talk, which which, uh, goes through the Patreon, right? That's right. So before we sign off though for our Patreon, we do have one new patron that we want to shout out to and he is actually our original podcast producer, Bruno, all the way down in Naples. Thank you, Bruno. Yay. He was um the the original Spew Daddy. Aw, Spew Poppy. Spew Daddy. Spew pop, pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys want to listen to Cody stammer and stutter and Jesse just harass Thank him you. for another great. hour, yeah. <laughs> make sure you check out our Facebook guys, and you listen, check out if our you Patreon. Want, if you want more of this, just it's a dollar. It's a dollar. It's a dollar, right? Eh? Yeah, it's a dollar it's to bad. hear the behind the scenes. So make sure you pay a dollar a month and you can hear me be really mean to Cody and Shelby for like an additional 30 minutes after That's the show. It's going to be great. It's going to be so good. So good. All right. Thanks, folks. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.